All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the podcast of Tourism Management and Just Stenden, introducing the lecturers. We have some great guests, Caroline and Herman, and they will tell about their work, their life, anything you would like to know. And I'm sure that it will be an interesting podcast after all. So, um, Herman, Lady first. I, I think she is, you okay. know. Age first. Age, age before beauty. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I'm Herman Wassens. My role within the team is uh, nowadays secretary of the exam committee. And I'm coordinating a module together with Marlies Birkenhauer, strategic management, that most of you will encounter in the third year, hopefully. Um, and I'm a financial management teacher. And before this, I worked in another school a long time ago. And before that, mm, I started to work for the Dutch oil company. So for the Dutch listeners, yes, I, back in the days, I used to work for the NAM. I'm a bit ashamed to say so now, but back then it was a little bit different. We'll forget about this anytime soon. But my point is, if there is one icon within the tourism management team, it's you, Herman, with BE. And in a positive way, because I hear so many alumni say, please tell Herman I'm using BE a lot. That's good to know, because I hope many people listen. I'm not sure whether you will use exactly what we are trying to teach, but some financial insight is good for any company to survive. So please, if you hear this and if you're a student or you consider studying with us, this is the biggest advice I would say we, we can give you already. Thank you so much, Herman. Caroline? I could uh, actually totally agree with that advice because I was a student <laughs> myself when I actually came to NHS then for the first time, which is already 10 years ago. And uh, Herman was actually one of my teachers and I was dreading to go <laughs> to the business economics classes. But then later in my career, I was confronted with all the things that we actually learned uh, during the classes. And I had to yeah, look back and, and laugh a bit. Um, but yes, my name is Carolyn. I am very new to the team. I only started teaching uh, last year. So I think I am now a bit over six months part of the team. I uh, never thought I would uh, tumble into education <laughs> myself. Uh, as I said, I started uh, being a student at NHS Stenden. Uh, didn't really finish my bachelor here, but moved to South Africa and finished it there. And then after working for a conference company um, where we organized um, yeah, conference, uh, conferences such as the uh, Global Earth Summit, uh, for example, in Cape Town, I also worked for a tour operator and did tour guiding uh, while I was a student. I came back to NHL Stanton and did my master and now I am lucky to be a colleague. Yes. Yes. It's interesting how <laughs> life goes. Yes. <laughs> and also, you know, f living at different places and, yeah. and, and so on. So you definitely bring in uh, quite some international work and life experience. Yes, for sure. Very good. Um, if you if if you look at your role within the team, because I I mean I've seen you working as semester coordinator, that must been must have been quite the experience for yes, you. Yes, uh, roller coaster. <laughs> it was definitely a bit of cold water um, because being new, um, you normally start as a yeah coach or lecturer position, 
But um, yeah, they asked me to coordinate a semester and I am one of the coordinators from the second, uh, from the third semester in the second year, uh, rethinking tourism destinations and with the new educational concept DBE, a lot of things changed and uh, it's very much engaging and we have a strong relation also to the industry, um, working together with DMOs, so destination management organizations from the Netherlands. So it's very exciting. Um, so I'm fortunate to do that. And I'm also co co coordinating the field trips together with Renate soon, yes, another colleague of ours. That sounds yeah. very nice as well, because in one of the other podcast we talked about the importance of field trips um, events to to add to the study experience any preview any ideas or is it just all under wraps <laughs> mm. so uh, I know that well back when I was a student we used to travel quite a lot uh, with NHLCN and within the program and uh, that was also one of the things I think which is most appealing to uh, future students um, because you learn a lot um, yeah, by experiencing that. Uh, we used to go to Spain, France, uh, Belgium. So there were a bunch of uh, countries that we actually visited. And um, yeah, we're trying to bring that back a bit more intensively. With COVID, uh, everything was unfortunately shut down. Um, but we also noticed that those are real also bonding experiences for the students and they actually need that uh, because we also work a lot with teams and uh, group work so they can really yeah uh, get a bit closer to each yeah. other and especially for a tourism um, education course yeah. study program it, it's kind of desirable to actually put this into practice all right so looking forward to the next real uh, field trip next destination um touch wood uh, <laughs> covid is uh, hopefully going, gone uh, soon. And I was just thinking uh, about you, Herman, and field trips, because, I mean, we talked about BE, and I'm almost not allowed to say it looking at you, but I also do remember that you also joined field trips and events, excursions like the ITB, uh, Spain. Did I forget some other field trips? Yeah, France and, oh, yeah. Uh, and Bruges. And I'm thinking really deep, but I think that's it. So all field trips, I think, that we have now, and um, no, not the short ones to Hamburg. I've never been there. Uh, yeah, I experience this. ITB is overwhelming. If you plan to go there, don't go for a day, but plan as long as you can because it's, yeah, how can I describe it? Imagine a sports hall, twice as high, three times as high, <laughs> three times as big, and then something like 30 of those halls completely full with stands from all kinds of touristic organizations. Um, yeah, that was really overwhelming. And uh, you could leave there with tons of information. And uh, if you like networking, then that would be the place to be. Uh, the other field trips, yeah, um, we had a lot of fun. We also had some uh, accidents during the road, mostly drink related. Um, but on average, the learning experience was really great in Spain, Costa Brava. Before I went there, I had kind of a prejudice, like, okay, it's Spain, it's going to be warm and dusty and uh, not very attractive, uh, except for the coast, because the coast is, of course, beautiful. But if you go five kilometers inland, uh, you'll be surprised how green, beautiful, hilly, mountainous even, um, the Costa Brava area is. Nice cities. I really love Girona, for instance. 
and also the visits to the uh, rural jeets they call mm. them in France. Tourismo r- rural was really interesting. And if you enter art, the Dali Museum is either loved or hated by people. I loved it. Um, and in France, it was also really nice to stay in the Provence, um, hiking up uh, the Mont Ventoux. Really nice experiences. Yes. Um, students complaining, how can you walk on these rocks? And at the same time, a guy in his 50s running downhill with a dog on a leash. And they, how? How can he do that? And the time that we went up there by bus, because uh, we were not allowed to walk, and people, uh, why not? Until they got on top and had to hold on to fences, because otherwise they would be blown away, like the storm we had here last week. Bruges. Yeah, we will go there in winter, but still, Bruges uh, is, if you're not from the Netherlands or Belgium and you don't know it, it's really nice to see. The other day, by the way, on Belgian television, there is a show nowadays that has places that we visited. It's maybe nice to see. I think they are amateur actors. Well, yeah, I think they are. But um, it's really nice to see the places that you visited. In Iper, for instance, Iper is, is in, in the mm. series. What else? No, that's my experiences with field trips. I really think that if you have the opportunity to, to go, apart from the um, effect that uh, Caroline already said, bonding, it's also uh, a nice experience to see how tourism uh, destinations are run, how they are set up, and what they offer, uh, why they offer what they offer, and what their future outlook is. Yeah, well, I, I, there's nothing we can add. <laughs> this, this sounds like a perfect like audio tour, tourism yes. guide. <laughs> We're done. I will we'll just put you into the studio and let record it for, for even more episodes. Thank you so much for this. This is very helpful. Thank I, you. I, I, I hope it is. Yeah, I, I, I don't. We, we cannot add anything more to this uh, no. whole story. No, no. Um, no. Well, speaking of, because we talked about previous work and, and how you got here, uh, so you worked in events and all this. So let's go to next topic. Unless you really would like to add something to this, but I see Caroline like. No, I'm good. Um, tips regarding <laughs> study time. What should a student consider? <laughs> yeah, that's think, for you. Uh, this yeah. one is for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Herman and I have uh, different opinions here. <laughs> but uh, I can maybe uh, yeah, talk about uh, a bit about the student perspective. And then you can maybe talk about the lecturer perspective, even though that I'm a lecturer now. But I think uh, Leerwarden is the perfect city uh, for experiencing um, your student life because uh, unlike, I mean, m- most students always want to go to Amsterdam or Groningen, for instance, but unlike those cities, uh, Leeuwarden is quite small, so it's super easy to get around for a student. And um, what I always loved when I was a student myself was also um the community that the students had so we have all we have stura for instance but then also uh back then we also had hestia i'm actually not sure if that still exists um but uh, we were a really close student community so you we did a lot together um i would not recommend uh, to live the student life that i had <laughs> while doing my bachelor <laughs> 
Um, I would definitely recommend to spend a bit more time so, studying. Sorry, I have to interrupt now. <laughs> now you make everybody, including me, very curious. Can you give some examples? It's like promoting an extra well, story. Here. I would not uh, promote uh, to go out four days a week, for instance, while studying, because I do not think that our program, uh, yeah, that you are able to do that as a student, because we do, um, yeah, we do ask a lot from our students. And uh, also in business economics, they ask <laughs> a lot. So, uh, but definitely, uh, I mean, there's definitely enough time to socialize. The summer is also beautiful in the city. You can get a boat. Uh, you can go to all the different restaurants, uh, all the pubs. Uh, so there's enough to do also as a social activity. But uh, to keep in mind that uh, you should also have enough time to study. Yes, that's like a very good <laughs> advice. Leeward as a city is wonderful. Everything is there, but don't forget your study. Yes, thank you, Herman. Uh, as a man of numbers, I'm still surprised. Going out <laughs> four times a week means you can still study three times a week, so that should yeah, be enough, right? It might have been more than four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, honesty first. Uh, yeah, what do I have to add? Well, I'm not clubbing, uh, etc. Of course, but if you're into art, the museum in uh, Leeward is really nice. If you're into sports, uh, you can ask Caroline once you arrive here because she's doing the best she can to keep up with some sportive activities. And the gym across the street is really recommendable. It's part of the campus. It will be part of NHL Stenden itself. So I don't know how the future will look like. At the moment, you still have to pay with a discount. Um, but you can become a member of the uh, sports society and then you can do most sports for free if you pay. I don't know exactly how much per year. Something like 100 euro, I don't know exactly. Uh, as for the rest, nature-wise, if you're not from the Netherlands, an Austrian guide once said to me, that uh, I'll translate into English, that uh, his country, weather-wise, is different from the Netherlands because he said in the Netherlands you can see today who will visit you the day after tomorrow. And that's quite true for Friesland because it's completely flat and there are hardly any trees in some areas. <laughs> so you can see... The highest tower from Leeuwarden, they claim from every angle of the whole fr province of Friesland, even from one of the islands that belongs to this um, part of the Netherlands. You didn't say that yet. I didn't know you can, that. You can, travel, <laughs> you can travel to the islands by True. boat and even mud walking. Yeah. UNESCO World Heritage Site is famous for the mud walking. Yeah. So lots of things to do, to see, to experience, to be sportive. Um, yeah, no, we're, we're not going go in going in this direction of being sportive. I, I feel for this topic. Well, you, so you yourself <laughs> have an idea. You can do curling. Oh yes, curling. We should. We will do this. Yes. Speaking of, so thank you for reminding. Uh, you will send you an invitation, Herman. Uh, no. <laughs> Last question: um, Any film, book, or destination you would like to recommend? I mean, you'd already provided uh, quite some, but the, if yeah, you can travel is, again, uh, this is difficult. Um, so. Um, Book-wise, I do can recommend uh, The Big Five for Life. It's more of like a leadership book, but it's written in a very nice and engaging way. And I think everybody should read it because it's super interesting and you can learn a lot on how to approach certain situations in your life. And then destination-wise, I will stick with the Big Five theme because... Uh, I'm a huge Africa fan, having lived in uh, South Africa myself. 
So destination, I would definitely recommend Zimbabwe and then going into Wanga National Park and just being out there and experiencing three days in the bush. I think there's nothing yeah, that can compare to that. Very good. Uh, I'm going to check the big five. Oh, a movie as well. Uh, God. I'm sure there's a movie with Big Five as well. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the Lion King. <laughs> Here we go. Check. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Oh, they look at me now. You yeah, can't yeah. see that, but uh, apparently I'm the one to continue now. Uh, I'll, I'll start with the film. Uh, I have to explain a little bit about it because it's not as famous as uh, The Lion King. It's <laughs> a German film without a big budget talking about um, the life of a former um, follower of Erich Honecker, former uh, boss of the Deutsche Demokratische Republik, and the, the struggle he had with his conscience with what he had to do. And it's called Das Leben der Anderen. It has subtitles. And I was really, I, I still remember it from 15 years ago or something like that when I saw it. Um, so that would be my movie. Reading. Now you will call me a nerd, but I can have that. I can take that. Anything, if you if you like science fiction, try to find anything from Dr. Isaac Asimov because everything he wrote, no, not everything, lots of things that he wrote about are true now. The movie I uh, Robots, you know, maybe with Will Smith based on his book. I'm trying to find his books because I don't have any. I took them from the library. It's hard to get a hold of them, but it's recommendable. And what else? Oh yeah, destination. Can I have a Dutch destination? I'm sure you have the Wadden Sea. No. Oh. No, no, not the Wadden Sea. Um, 150 kilometers south of Leeuwarden, there is an area that claims to have its own Big Five, but we shouldn't exaggerate that the Big Five there are the wolves, the elk, white pigs, and two other animals. But it's for the Dutch circumstances really hilly. Lots and lots of woods, moors, and you can spend days there. Also home to the royal palace of, of course, the royal Dutch family, and um, lots and lots of castles to see. Um, Van Gogh Museum in the area, lots and lots to see. You can go there by train and walk or bike or whatever you want to do. So any name to it? I mean, yeah, I know you what didn't you mean, mention but the name of the destination. I, I know what you're meaning. But <laughs> yeah, I but mean, if I say <laughs> that in Dutch, you won't know. It's yes. called De Veluwe. Yeah, but there, I mean, it's for go. any listener. Okay, uh, should I spell it for English? Well, sure. It's V-E-L-U-W-E. I'm impressed. I spent my autumn vacation there. Very nice. See? I can recommend. I so. have a, a, a neutral witness here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was quite a very nice interview. We we learned about hidden talent. Seriously, Herman, I think you're ready to present for Ombro Max or whatever. You can present really well. Because of the age. Thank you. Well, more... We, we, well, let's see about that. Um, but <laughs> from Big Five Africa to Big Five in hilly Netherlands, Veluwe. Thank you so much, Caroline Herman. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Should you have any questions about this podcast, should you have any suggestions or questions in general, you can reach us via Instagram, Facebook, our website. Um, yeah, I hope you will join the next time, dear listeners. And then uh, we have another group of interesting guests. Thank you.